Welcome to the Field Talk Podcast from the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. More than 7.5 million acres of Minnesota farmland is covered in soybeans. Soybeans are also one of Minnesota's most important crops, generating over $4 billion in value for the state. Global soybean demand is strong, but so is competition from other products. By working together, farmers, researchers, and industry leaders are out to find the next big thing for soy. Today we're talking with Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council CEO Tom Slunica about the upcoming Future of Soybeans event. Well, this is an event that the Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council really has been running for several years. We do it about every other year. And the objective of this program is for university researchers and industry to have real in-depth dialogues with farmers to learn about what it is that they're looking for in future projects and for future technologies that they want to see at their farm. Now, as you mentioned, you've done this. What types of things um, do you look at? I'm I'm guessing you're looking at genetics, you're looking at uh, production issues, you're looking at kind of the whole gamut, or what are some of the things that get addressed at this event? Well, that's what we have always done in the past. We've looked at that base genetics package, the herbicides, the insecticides, and and all of those things that, that make our farms profitable today. This conference is going to be slightly different in that we're looking at what are the things that we're going to need in the future in order to uh, establish new and differing markets, more higher value markets? So uh, some of the speakers are going to be talking about uh, uh, what's coming down uh, in terms of trade negotiations and trade talks. What, what, what is the global demand looking like? Of course, now with Ukraine having the situation that's going on there, life has really changed on that demand side. But also what's happening on new uses? We all know about biodiesel, but what about all the road sealant products and and the and even small fun little projects like like the uh, tennis shoes that now use soybean oil? So I think it's this conference is going to be different in that we're going to combine those two things so that the researchers are hearing what farmers are looking for, but also the researchers and farmers are hearing about what's coming next. And how important is that to always be looking at the next thing? I mean, I've had friends that say the only thing that's not made out of soybeans is corn. There's, you know, myriad uses for soybeans already, but it's still an important thing to keep pushing that envelope to find those new uses because soybeans are such an important crop for not only Minnesota farmers, but to U.S. farmers as a whole. Well, I think that's the exact right question, Dan. And and we need to be having these conversations because it takes a long time to develop a new variety. It takes a long time to develop the contacts and connections with different markets and different marketplaces. Uh, And so we need to be thinking further out than just what's happening on my farm today. And that's what this conference is going to be about. We're going to have conversations about what that future looks like and then be able to translate that with the university Uh, professors and plant breeders uh, and all of the other uh, important people at the university in order to uh, start to develop what we need 10 years down the road, not just tomorrow. And we're hearing a lot of things, you know, especially some additional crush capacity being built in the Midwest for things such as, uh, you know, the the renewable diesel, um, sustainable aviation fuel, things like that. I mean, these are some areas that maybe even 10 years ago, folks really hadn't you know, maybe it was an idea in somebody's head, but really didn't see the huge potential. So this is kind of trying to capitalize along that same mindset is going, okay, what do we see now that might have some of those bigger impacts? 
Well, I think renewable diesel is the perfect and the most important checkoff story that's ever been told. So 15, actually closer to 25 years ago, uh, the Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotional Council started to invest in biodiesel. And what has evolved since that time? So back then, soybean oil was a drag on the price of soybeans. Now, just in the last year, that's flipped. And soybean oil is more important than the meal in the marketplace. Renewable diesel is here today because biodiesel was here yesterday. And so now that renewable diesel is here, what does that mean for the meal? Now we need to start to find new markets for the meal. So it's a continuous treadmill that we're on. But if we don't look far enough in out and start planning for success today, we'll be standing at at a new thre- uh, precipice in 10 years that we won't know how to cross. So uh, it's it's a constant evolving situation, but with the success we've had in the past, I don't think anybody can look at us and say, no, you shouldn't be looking into the future. Now, soybeans, a very dynamic industry. I mean, the markets have been very dynamic. The uses, uh, you know, have been very dynamic. Um, any reason that that won't continue especially as you're doing events like you're doing now is, is looking towards the future and getting some of those, you know, some of that brain power in the same place. You know, it's funny. People like to talk about on the news, they talk about what Tesla is doing and what, uh, what Microsoft or any of the other electronics companies are doing. But in reality, it's agriculture. Ag is everything. Ag ag is the basis for uh, all of our economies. It's where the growth is coming from. It's where the solutions are. It's where the solutions will be. Um, uh, Mother Earth provides for agriculture, and in turn, agriculture provides for everybody else. So if folks want to learn more about, uh, you know, what kind of some of the outcomes are from this or some of the things, the ideas that might have generated from this event, where can they go? How can they uh, how can they learn a little bit more about some of the, the things that come out of this? Well, as always, we keep our websites and our social media up to date. I think uh, there's just a, a myriad of of uh, information that's flowing out from our social media platforms and, and online at our website. If if you haven't gone to our website lately, I recommend that you do so. Sign up for some of our social media. We've got a, a tremendous communication staff that is constantly uh, keeping consumers and, most importantly, farmers up to date on what their checkoff dollars are doing. So these are pretty ex- exciting times in the industry. Not that there's ever a, a dull moment, but it seems like there just seems to be a lot of things accelerating within the soybean industry. You know, back in the 80s, whenever I started to get involved in agriculture, of course, I grew up in agriculture. You know, there were times like, oh, wow, who would want to get involved in agriculture? Today, it's like, who wouldn't want to be involved in agriculture? It is a dynamic market. It's a fun place to work. And we've got great people all the way around us. Uh, Go ag. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Field Talk. Check out our other podcasts at linderfarmnetwork.com and tune into your local LFN affiliate stations for the latest in farm news and market information.